Hey there, faculty and students. Thanks for joining us for another VISTA podcast. This week, we have a topic that spans both LINK and VISTA, and that's the potential for UMass Chan to participate in the OSCE for Clinical Reasoning Creative Community that's sponsored by the National Board of Medical Examiners. And we're joined by our fantastic and fairly new Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, Integration and Education, Tiffany Cook. Welcome, Tiffany. Thanks so much for having me. It's so lovely Thank- to be on. Thanks for being here. Um, let's start with just a basic question. Can you tell us about this NBME Creative Community? What is it exactly? Yeah, it's a great question. So Creative Communities is an NBME-funded program under this overarching NBME Assessment Alliance initiative. And the goal of this alliance is to support um, bringing together medical educators, medical school staff, learners and NBME staff in a collective collaborative effort to solve some of the really pressing challenges we have in medical education today. So the the goal is that each community will convene around a specific theme and scope, such as the assessment of a specific construct or competency, assessment method or format, or the use of assessment information to inform learner progress and decision making. So this first one that we applied for is a a creative community specifically focused on objective-structured clinical examinations or OSCEs for clinical reasoning. Thank you. I don't think I realized that there are other creative communities intended that will be coming down the pipeline in the future. Um, So you answered some of my next question about sort of the details of this grant or program. Is there anything else you want to share uh, on a more detailed level about this application? Yeah, I think it, I think this particular um, call was really exciting because it, it tells us that the MBME is really thinking critically about how its assessments will be functioning in the future. So the OSCE um, for Clinical Reasoning Creative Community really is focused to address some of the major issues that we have within assessment in medical education and specifically within the simulation realm. So one of the goals is to develop incremental solutions around enhancing the development and characterization and assessment of learner clinical reasoning skills. But in doing that, also figuring out ways to present patient groups without bias or stereotypes, minimizing group differences in learner outcomes, which we all know is a very serious challenge and then enabling institutions to better support learner skill development across the continuum of medical education and training, which I know our our folks and faculty have really been thinking a lot about lately and thinking about how can we best assess both competencies and skill sets, not just within UME, but across into GME and maybe even continuing longitudinally into CME as well. Yes, for sure. So what was UMass Chan Medical School's platform or narrative around this application? What a great question. I, I think what we really try to do is we try to differentiate ourselves from, I think, what many others will focus on. And so rather than just focusing on bias, we really focused on this concept of equity and understanding how you know, bias creates inequitable healthcare outcomes. And so when we think about how OSCEs function, one of the things that we're challenged by is how to approach the assessment of clinical reasoning in a way that isn't so standardized. Because oftentimes when we utilize OSCEs, we utilize these um, standardized formats And so we really wanted to find a way that we could kind of really think about how can we address subjectivity and variability of patient care while also assessing those complex clinical reasoning and and critical thinking skills. 
And so our, our goal really with this was to suggest some variations to OSCEs that we think we could bring to the table and talk about if we do become a part of the collaborative community. Um, really the way that we approached that was to think about how can we take what an OSCE case typically consists of. So things like patient demographics, the scenario and the diagnosis and then take an equity lens to create variations on each of those components rather than standardizing all three of them across each station. And so this, this kind of model would really account for some of that subjective variability that is critical to the development of clinical reasoning with the goal that hopefully someday we might be able to actually tie our outcomes within OSCEs or simulations to more equitable health outcomes. Thank you, that's so interesting. So it's, it's almost as if, making the presentation and the identities of um, the patients in these scenarios a little less standardized helps to create richer clinical reasoning um, on the back end, which is a fascinating concept. Um, who helped you prepare this grant and who provided feedback and input? What was your work process as, as you pulled this together? Yeah, I had an amazing team of folks. I have to give you some credit as well, Trish, <laughs> as you were team. Uh, <laughs> team that I think really uh, was collaborative across multiple um, offices and units. Obviously, I think it's um, unique that I'm the faculty lead on this grant um, as the director of DEI integration and education. Typically, a role like this would go to somebody in assessment, um, but my background includes um, OSCE and simulation, um, both assessment and case development related to diversity and inclusion competencies and skill sets. And so we think it makes it makes sense for me to be involved in this. But then additionally, we have a really amazing staff lead, Sylvia Stanhope, who's the administrative manager at iCells. We included um, other individuals and leaders from the from the Diversity and Inclusion Office, Marlena Duncan, our Vice Chancellor for Diversity and Inclusion, and Lynn Hernandez, the Assistant Vice Chancellor for Diversity and Inclusion. Of course, Melissa Fischer, our Associate Dean for Academic Innovation, as well as ICELS, Tracy Cadian, um, Patricia, Patricia Seymour, Nancy Skehan, Erin McMaster, Susan Hogan, Raquel Belforti, and we really will be adding more people if we do get this funding because the goal is to actually include more learners and staff as well. And so the hope would be that we would be able to rotate out individuals who would like to attend some of these collaborative events um, to be able to network and learn from other institutions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I have to agree, it was a really great creative and constructive group that had some pretty interesting, weighty, but interesting conversations. Um, how do you envision our school's participation in this creative community improving the learner experience? That's also a really good question. And I think it's, it's something that I think we all care deeply about. Like, how do we shift learner experiences through our both assessments and our programmatic activities related to our, um, our educational opportunities. And I think that one of the things that is really exciting about this is that we have the opportunity to kind of turn assessment on its head in a way that will support individual learner growth while also tying OSCE assessment to real world outcomes, which I think really does give meaning behind the assessment. One of the things that I think we talk about a lot is, is how OSCEs and kind of their high stakes um, the high stakes, you know, kind of scenarios that we create really do create anxiety for learners, but then in addition to that, don't necessarily align with real world experiences. Um, and we, and so as we think about creating more realistic scenarios that provide 
you know, an understanding of how clinical variability might occur, I think it gives people more meaning in the actual assessment process and also helps people to understand why, the why behind the assessment. And I think that that's really important as people are preparing so it doesn't feel like we're just assessing for the sake of assessing and instead assessing in a way that provides value to the learner as well as to us as educators. Those are such great points. Do you think that um, such a collaboration can also improve the quality of our assessments? Absolutely. I think there's a lot that we have yet to really challenge in terms of the way that we um, develop and assess simulation experiences. I think that um, that really just is because simulation and like the education literature itself is still fairly new within medical education. And so we're just starting to get a place to a place where we're starting to kind of unpack these norms and assumptions. And I do think that there are going to be really exciting ways that we will learn from other institutions um, that are kind of playing in the simulation realm and how they're working through not only similar, similar issues of assessment that we're facing, but also even similar issues around how to diversify our standardized patient pool or um, how to you know, integrate more low stakes or formative OSCE assessments when resources are tight, things like that, that I think will really support us in creating more holistic simulation experiences across the continuum and really like kind of making very intentional decisions over when to provide formative versus summative assessments and how those function within the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there are, are a number of institutions applying for this opportunity, but I'm really hopeful about our chances uh, and think we put together a really strong application packet. When, when will we know? We will know very soon. We should be hearing by the end of March, which is very exciting. Um, I know. And then if we are selected, which, you know, crossing our fingers that we are, we'll be invited to uh, participate in a kickoff event in early May, which is really exciting. So we'll have updates very quickly if we are selected. Well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for um, your time here today and the energy you put into that letter of intent and the whole application packet. I know it was a, a huge lift and a big time investment for you. Um, I think, you know, even if we're not successful, the, the conversations we had as a group um, were so valuable anyway that that I, I derived a lot of meaning from, from the process of pulling it together. And I hope you did too. Anything else you'd like to share with the group before we conclude for today? No, I just would echo that. I think I learned so much. And I think especially being newer to the institution, it was really exciting to learn about everything that's ongoing and all of the work that's been put into re-envisioning what simulation and OSCEs look like in VISTA. And I'm really excited for us to start piloting them in the fall. Me too. Yes, that must have felt like a hyper-intense onboarding uh, to learn the ins and outs of our OSCEs and clinical problem-solving and reasoning. So again, thank you for your time here today and all of your work on that application. And to our listeners, thank you for your attention this week and all of your VISTA work and energy. Enjoy your weekend.